Target Circle, the program you know and love, now includes automatic deals. The all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target. Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, the unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360, is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash circle card. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts it's 902 with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. <gasps> Happy New Year! Happy New Year! It's 2023. Can you believe it? We made it. No. Wow. 2023. Yes. How how was it for everyone? I want to know. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. My but mom turned 80. Aw, Mimi. <laughs> Memester turned 80 on New Year's Day. So very, very grateful that to be ringing in the new year with my mom and she's doing well and she's so, so happy because all of my daughters were here to celebrate her mm. and her daughters. It was really special. I love it. Yeah. And we love you guys. So we have a special episode today. That's right. It is called 9021 Over to You episode. Yes. <laughs> All about the fans. And we're That's right. literally handing it over to the fans to call in and guide us through this one. Without hesitation, let's do it. Okay. Let's call. Let's get into caller number one. Are you there, caller? <laughs> Hello. Hey, ladies. Hi. How are you, Megan? Welcome. Megan, right? Are we yes, pronouncing Megan. it right? Yes, Megan. That's right. Where are you right now? Where are we talking to you? 
I am in uh, my Dallas office. I work for um, a marketing firm here in Dallas, and we are actually moving offices. So everything's kind of scattered and stacked because we literally are moving out next week. So that's where I am right now. Yeah. I'm packing up, packing up the office. Wow. (laughs) That sounds fun. Yeah. What should we do with 902 and OMG in the new year? Um, What would you like to see from the podcast? I I think I, well, I, I love it as it is, but if I, if, my, I think one of my Christmas wish, I'd love to see some of the bigger name cast members come on as guests and kind of talk about. Us too, um, sister. Us too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's because it really is. So it's, it, it's such an iconic show and, 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 and I've even in my adult years, I've, I've rewatched it. I want to say one or two times um, just because it, I think it, I was pregnant or on maternity leave. I can't remember the last time I, I did that, but it, it had come on. I'm like, pop or soap net soap one of those networks yeah mm-hmm. and i got sucked in again and i started dvring it and even my husband was like isn't this show like 20 years old and i'm like yes but it's so good still mm-hmm. um um but but i think it's fun to kind of go back and it's it's fun to hear your perspective from 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 so many different parts of it from making it and or being or, or seeing the characters again for after so many years but i'd love to know um you know get some perspective from from some of those other cast members i think would be super fun well, we'll put it out there. You put it out there. Well, I'll put it out there and it will happen. I feel it. Okay. Yes, that would be great. How do you feel about Jen likes organization and she likes an order? So Amy and I are kind of all over the place and we're just like, yeah, oh, you are. we get excited. Oh and we're my like, God, it's and like, Jen's like, can we go in order, please? Cats. Do you like it in order or just like passion statements? Meaning um, the witness I- here. Sorry. No, that's okay. I, I like. I think I like it more in in, in orderly, yes. in orderly fashion. Yeah. I think right. um, with a with a few passion statements um, thrown in is is kind of like that's just the way that my mind works too. Um, <laughs> and that that that's the way I operate in my average. So I think I prefer it that way. And I love it. And I like how Jenny is like, okay, well, let's go back to this because we we were jumping in too far, and, and let's just back <laughs> it up. And I'm like, yes, let's back it up because there's a lot that you know. So so I think okay. my, my mind kind of looks like that too. But yeah. that's just one, that's one gal's opinion. Everyone's different. They love um, to jump right to the meat of the episode, right to the middle, right yeah. to the end. Excited. So when I think about really iconic couples of you know the 2000s, you kind of think of Carrie and Big and and mm-hmm. and um, Ross and Rachel, and 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 the third one I'm on this is Donna and David. But for some reason, Kelly and Dylan or Brenda and Dylan don't really pop onto my list. And I'm wondering, do you ever think about, do you ever think about like, what would, who, what are some other couples that might compare to the three that I just, that I just listed of that time frame? Well, I don't think Kelly and Dylan or Brenda and Dylan were a couple long enough to really resonate as a couple. Like there was always breakups and all the things that went and then they all went their different ways all the characters went their different ways um but i feel like you're asking us like you know what's that um brandon kelly i think brandon and kelly yeah see in my mind though sorry i'm interrupting but my mind i thought of brenda and dylan as like such an iconic couple and then watching it back now all these years later i'm like wow they were together such a short time but Mm -hmm. it Back it then, it just time. felt like huge because they blew up so much. I guess. Yeah. So time. So timing. That 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 that's a good answer. But even though I'm, oh, but I but other shows, you mean? 
But I, yeah, well, my question was twofold. It was that, and then, you know, in, in your mind, who are some of the, the, the other kind of iconic characters that kind of are at that Carrie and Big, Ross and Rachel, Donna, David level? Can any, mm-hmm. can you, can you think of any? I know it's, it's sort of a. I mean, I, the first thing that came time. to my mind was from Cheers was Sam and uh, what's her name? Diane? Diane. Mm-hmm. Good one. Okay. Good one. Okay. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> okay. And then another one of my super big, big burning questions. When Kathleen Robinson, is that, did I say her last name, mm-hmm. right? Was it, is it Robinson? Robinson? Claire's character. When she left the show, none of the other characters kind of like addressed it in the storyline. It was like, okay, she's on the beach with Steve and they're saying their goodbyes. And then she walks off and no one talks about it again. I know we haven't gotten there in the We podcast. haven't gotten there yet. Wait a second. I don't know what's what? happening. I know. And so I, th- but I know, I know, but it. Okay. It, so I you're asking like, like what? Well, that yes. happened all the time on our show. Things would yeah. disappear I, and then not be talked about it. again. Yeah, maybe. But I felt like that. And, and even when I watched it back, I remember thinking that as my young self being like, hmm. why didn't her roommates just, even when they went to the graduation party and I know it's skipping so far ahead and Jenny might not remember, but it was like, why didn't they say, oh, like Claire's left it's so sad or our roommate just moved out. I don't know. It was just like never to be talked really? about again. At I just all? thought it was at all. Well, we definitely want Kathleen. We want Kathleen on the show. And she was going to come on the beach episode, beach house episode, but she was in Jamaica with her family. So we'll have to ask her how that went down because yeah. we don't yeah. remember. I know. Okay. I, I feel like it's uh, out of sight, out of mind. Isn't that the expression? Yeah. <laughs> they really <laughs> took that to the next level <laughs> on <laughs> our show the all the time. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there was so okay. much story to tell. They, they had to move on, I guess. Yeah. And then my last one was um, and Antonia, Tony Machette's character, um, Rebecca. I wondered if there was any, um, what, what were your feelings toward her when you were, when you were filming and things? Because you, you guys talk a lot about how, even though it's, it's, you know, fictional versus reality, but there was, you guys were young and there was a little bit of like word lines sometimes, even when you weren't filming about feelings towards other cast members. And so I wondered what was your what were the feelings toward her because her character ultimately stole the heart of Dylan. So I wondered like what was what was the um, feelings to her on, toward you know during filming and on set and when she came onto the show. I always kind of wondered about that too. Rebecca was really sweet. She was very easy to get along with. You know. Yeah, I just remember us. I mean, you could speak differently because obviously Kelly and Dylan, but I just Rebecca Gayhart was so like we became instant friends and she was friends with everybody. Um, yeah. When she, I thought, if I'm when being she, honest though, like I would say from Kelly slash Jenny's perspective, I probably did experience feelings of jealousy or like, yeah. I don't, you know, totally I normal. Really, yeah. I, I didn't really yeah. like it that that happened, but it happened with Kelly too. So yeah, I can't. You 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 can't. It can't be like both ways. You're right, right. And I and from a viewer, I, I thought that her and Dylan were the best match of any of them, and that he. I was horrified when 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 she like went off the show and the way she died and stuff like that. I remember feeling just like, oh my god, I was so sad the way that that happened. Um, and I said, but I always kind of wondered about you know, what, what were the feelings toward her during filming and things like that? Just because there is, it is hard to 
you guys have talked about it in the past, so I wanted to ask that. Mm-hmm. I remember. I don't. I don't remember their storyline now, but I'm, and I'll, I'll be so excited to watch it back. But um, what season is that even? I think I want to say five or six. I want to mm. say six. Okay. I don't, I don't remember exactly the season. Okay. Um, I want to say like five or six. I remember filming a scene on a bluff, uh, like a wedding scene. Is that right? Tor? That's like, their wedding. Yep. Yeah. That's their wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, th- th- I can see that in my remember mind. Remember how cold right it now. was? It was It cold. was really cold. And it was, Windy. But it, I remember thinking, it, this is so beautiful. I wish that was Kelly. I wish that was my character. Aww. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's <gonna be> sad. <laughs> yeah. But also while we're talking about seasons, I wanted to, to ask, where, when did you guys think that the um, the show was in its prime? For me, it was like around that time, around seasons five and six, when Jamie Walters was on the show. There was just so many good things happening in so many of the storylines. I wondered when you guys thought the show was like in its true prime. Oh, my gosh. That's impossible for me to answer because... I don't remember, like oh, I haven't gosh. seen them yet. So I, yeah. once I watch it all back, I'll be able to really answer that better. But yeah. uh, for now, I'm going to just say season one because it was just so fun to get to know everybody and, and see yeah. them all and learn about them. Yeah. I definitely always say the college years just because mm-hmm. I remember so much fondness of those scenes. And so far, you know, we're re-watching season four and I'm like, Mm, was I wrong? But I think it. you're right. It's once season five hits that I really got excited about stuff. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Something <laughs> to look forward to. Megan, thank you so much thank for helping us with our 9021 over to you episode. Happy okay, New Year. You too. Okay. Take care. Okay. Bye. bye Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. 
I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Okay, now... We go to caller number two. Tanya is our next guest on the 9021 Over to You. <laughs> I just like saying it. I'm going to keep saying good. it. You, you say it well. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Oh my gosh, we all have our glasses on. <laughs> how are you? You can keep them on. It's the same Okay, sound. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you, Tanya, right now? Where in the world are you? Okay. I live in um, Newport Beach, California. Okay. I'm in Orange County, so not too not far, far from you guys. No. And um, yeah, I have two kids and yeah, I'm just, I'm at home. My in-laws are going to pick up my kids from school at three o'clock and here nice. I am. <laughs> yeah, I know. So Very you can nice. be a part of our podcast. Thank you for being here today. Yeah, um, thank so you. So this is our over to you episode so we're we're handing it over to you wow you're, you're okay. leading this podcast so <laughs> oh my goodness good luck it's all, it's all on me okay yeah. okay well um the very first episode of beverly hills 90210 that i saw was um season one episode 18 i only know this because i looked it up okay. um <laughs> it aired on um march 28 1981 synopsis no it's only a test is <laughs> what good. it was called and it was the one where brenda does a self-breast exam and she finds a lump mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. the first episode i'd ever seen and it prompted me to do the same i had never done a self-breast exam before and um i think it was the very first time that it made me spring into action without parental 
prompting. Mm-hmm. And so I did the same and I actually did too find a lump. Oh my so it threw wow. my whole house into this tizzy. And uh, my mother made an appointment with the doctor. I saw the doctor the next day and everything was fine. But um, I mean, apart from seeing a show with kids my age that looked like me that were going through the same types mm-hmm. of things I was going through, I was 19 at the time. Um, and then to have this, you know, this this action that I took on my own accord because of something I saw on TV was just, I mean, that's invaluable. And I know I wasn't the only one. I know mm-hmm. that you guys have had many storylines where you've done that for other people. So for that, I thank you. I am lucky that it was nothing, but yes, um, thank God. I distinctively remember that, mm-hmm. you know, that moment when I saw that show. And well, we do hear that a lot, but it's it's interesting when you break it down like that because watching the show back then was such a different experience for teenagers yeah. than they had ever had before. But you're yeah. right. It was seeing characters that they could really relate to yeah. and uh, seeing them go through real life things. And that was what I think made such an impact on our audience and now why still to this day, there are fans of the show that are you carved out a place we've carved out a place together you know exactly Uh exactly yeah I know I'm I know I'm not the only one that experienced something like that and then the other thing for sharing that with us though it is nice to know like all these years later that it did have such an effect on people and really help people get through because it is it's like we're in way different decade now obviously but it's still like teens and young people and humans in general we go through the same issues yeah there's nothing that compares to that me too factor, you know, like, oh, she does that as well. Or they, that, they're going through that. Mm-hmm. I totally relate. You know, it's like hearing a, a song that's really meaningful or reading mm-hmm. something in a book that just like, wow, I, I never could have put that into words or, you know, quite like that. And so there's someone out there that, that gets me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really meaningful to me. And I mean, I was hooked from, from day one. It's like, wow. I had that experience. And then my sister at the time, who would have loved to have been here, Leah, um, she was seven. So she wasn't able to watch it at the time. My parents were living overseas. My sister and my parents were living overseas. And so I would record six or eight episodes. And, you know, because back then we had to Mm -hmm. wait a week until the next episode came on. So I would record six or eight um, episodes at a time and send them to her on a VHS tape. And I swear we started the binging trend before it was wow. a thing because she would get, a, you know, a, a, a VCR tape yeah. and she'd sit there and watch episode after episode after episode after episode. Wow. So oh that's how she got hooked. I remember doing that. I remember that clunky VHS tape and you had to yep. put it in. You had to push record. It, like it seems so archaic now. It does. But yeah, that's what we used to do. Yeah. You and the living- first binger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great because I mean, I, I recorded, I recorded dynasty. I recorded knots landing all the spelling, you know, franchise. Um, I think I recorded Dallas, but definitely 90210 and she loved it. Oh my gosh. So that was, and she was um, only seven then. Well, she was seven when I saw the first mm. episode, and then it was a few years later when she was okay, in good. probably like, yeah, 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 middle school <laughs> or high school. You, when you ruined she, her, Tanya. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was it was a few years later when I started doing that for her. So, oh. um, yeah, so she's a big fan, too. And then she, I remember when she bought the, 
the 10 year, um, the DVD. DVD. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I, she still has it. Yeah. And so we would remember the episodes. Let's watch it. You know, you have to find it and we'd watch those. So that was fun later on. Mixtapes, you guys. Oh my gosh. Yes. I know. So fun. We, we grew up in the best time ever. I, I know. Feel like I feel like playlists just aren't the same. Like, because you had them no. and you made them and you got to decorate them and give them to someone, not just be like yeah. on your phone. Yeah, like, you know? yeah. Here's my here's my Spotify yeah. list. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, we're so grateful to meet you and get to talk to you and hear your stories. Thank you. For oh my, you're awesome. Us. Thank you. Well, I did a little. I did a little over prep. to you anytime, Tanya. <laughs> I did a little prep. Thank I did you, a Tanya. little prep. I did a little Aww. prep. Um, so I just have a couple of questions. I, you know, it's so hard. I know you guys have been asked everything under the sun, um, but a couple of things. I mean, kind of, I guess, going back to some things that you've talked to on the podcast. Um, you, you know, especially like Kelly's character between rape and disorder and eating disorder. Excuse me, and almost getting sucked into a cult and abuse and physical, you know, physical abuse and all these different things that you as an actor went through. And of course, Tori, your character had some very similar things that they put you through. I feel like that really messes with your psyche and future relationships. And I was just wondering what your advice would be to young actors on how to sort of deal with that. Like you're a professional, you're an actor, you're getting into those scenarios and dealing with those things. But at the end of the day, when you go home, it's, it's really you, how, you know, what would you tell young actors today about how to, how to deal with that? Um, you're right. It does have a pretty profound impact on your growth, your emotional growth. Um, and why do you think most actresses are a little cuckoo? <laughs> it's true. Um, but I would have to say my advice would be to really invest in yourself, like get to know who you really are as a person, get mm-hmm. therapy and, and really, really, really get to know yourself so that then playing all these other things, it can be a job for you and you can turn it off and go back to that person that you love so much, your best friend, yourself, and and have that safety of, you know, real life versus non-reality. That is good. such good advice. good advice. Because mm-hmm. think about it, like 30 years ago when we were doing this, Nobody no was telling us that. talked about, yeah, <laughs> yeah, mental health and, you know, like just everything, like everyone's so aware now how to really be your own advocate that mm-hmm. you can. And back then I I feel like, I don't know about you, Jen, but like, I don't need, like, if I'm thinking about like, wow, all those like storylines that we did have to deal with, I feel like we just went home and just pushed it down and like, okay, go on, go back mm-hmm. to work the next day, go home, be, you know, yeah. oh, I'm so Or you would go home yeah. and to your boyfriend or girlfriend or spouse at the time or your dog still so young and you would be altered like you had had a really traumatic experience that day at work and they would be like how is work and what's for dinner like it it wasn't you couldn't relate to the person at home at all because we lived in such a bubble of this experience that we were going through you're totally right sure very isolating yeah yeah interesting good question yeah great question thank you um this is a uh, this is a question for my sister. She wanted to know 
what were your favorite ways to promote the show? You guys did the mall tours, you did in-person promotion, maybe you were um, interviewed for magazines. What was your favorite and why? And, And was it more comfortable being on your own or with fellow castmates? You, first of all, you're the winner of over to you because you've asked two questions <laughs> that we've never heard before. Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we are loving you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> never leave us. <laughs> okay. Favorite way to promote the show. Um, They would send, I, I remember you didn't get to do this tour because you didn't travel, but they would send us on um, touring uh, uh, um, appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, I did one in Israel with a few other castmates. Wow. And that was amazing because we got to have this incredible experience and get to know all these amazing fans from another country. Um, and then I did one on my own in uh, Japan, which was <sighs> one of the most memorable trips of my life. And um, it was incredible. So it it was always fun to do it with a, a fellow castmate. But at the same time, when, we, when you got a chance to go and do something on your own, there was a whole nother layer of like, oh, this is what, this is me. This is, you know, you got to identify yourself a little bit differently from just the cast. Oh, that's so cool. So on my part, um, what Jen's (laughs) referring to, so I would hear about like, oh, the cast members are all traveling, you know, to Europe, to Israel. And like, I was never invited. And I was so embarrassed. I was like, in my head, I was like, gosh, Donna must be the most um, most unpopular character on the show. No, and I was no. so terribly <laughs> embarrassed to even bring it up that I never brought it up. And then years later, when I said something, everyone was like, oh, yeah, your dad, my dad didn't fly. He right. was I know ter- terrified of travel and didn't want me traveling anywhere. So he would tell them, don't ever invite Tori to any of these Aww. trips. But it like it messed with me. Because no. I didn't know that till like sure. 20 years later when people are like, oh, yeah, your dad never allowed you to do those. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I thought like no one ever just wanted my fans didn't want to meet me. They hated me. Like, it's <laughs> terrible. And looking terrible. Back, I take it that way. I mean, I love my dad was trying to protect me, but I also like he didn't let me go to sleepaway camp either. Like I, I I'm bummed about certain things. You so, were sheltered. I was sheltered, but I wish I had gotten that experience with you like. And we've been able to do it together. We've since traveled. We got to travel Mm -hmm. to Israel a few years ago together. But I wish back in the day I had gotten to do it all with everybody. So I'm like kind of sad about that. But yeah. Do you have a fear of traveling yourself now or no, not at all? Yeah, he totally gave me his fear by trying not to give me his fear. He totally gave me his he fear. So. Oh my gosh, but, <laughs> a nightmare to fly with, let me tell you. Yeah, Jen has to deal with me and it's not pretty. Not, not fun. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> But the good news is I will only trust very few people to travel with, and Jen is one of them. Oh, lucky me. You're so lucky. You're blessed in this lifetime. So she's white-knuckling it and grabbing your arm and pulling her nails. Yeah. Yeah. And then I get really bummed if she ever falls asleep. Mm -hmm. Another way that was really fun to promote the show that I was thinking of was uh, doing talk shows, like live talk shows, and just meeting Mm -hmm. like Arsenio Hall and Chevy Chase and Jay Leno and all the people we got to go and do interviews on those couches and Ellen. And it was just really, that was always fun and exciting. Oh, that's really fun. That's yeah, true. I, bet that was I fun. did get to do those and those were amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's really uh, cool. Tanya, you are a winner. Thank you so much. For- thank you very much. Thank I love you, the Tanya. show and I love the podcast. So oh, keep thank it up. You. Give our love to your sister there. I will. I will okay. for sure. She said she missed it. All right. Oh, take care you guys. Bye. Thank bye. you. Bye.
She was great. Amazing. Honestly, never heard those questions before. Me neither. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Next up on our 9021 Over to You episode, we have Yvonne. Hi, how are you? My gosh, you guys look the same. You cha- haven't changed at all. Oh my gosh, thank you. You're very, very we kind. We love you. 
we are ready to hand it over to you. What what do you how do you, do you want, want to talk to go? about? Do you want to ask us questions? You want a recipe? What do you want to do? <laughs> well, I just want to know. I mean, um, um, first of all, I'm excited to talk to both of you. I mean, I watched your show like crazy, every episode, everything. And just a question, um, Eve, you had to go back to your 18-year-old self. What would you say to yourself now? You know, um, things have changed. World has changed. Everything has changed. So just wondering. Mm. It's interesting because we both have teenage daughters now. Mm-hmm. And so what we, what's, what we do say to them is probably what we would have said to ourselves if we could have. Uh, that's something I've taught my daughter. I don't know about you, but like I try to teach Fiona that, that the person inside of her is like her best friend and, and speak to her kindly and treat her, give her advice that you would want her given. And I feel like for me, I, I would have just told myself that it's all going to be okay. I think I spent a lot of time worrying about the future and wow. not as much time living in the moment mm. at that mm. point in my life. Yeah. 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 That is beautiful. Same. I feel like I now watch back that 18 year old girl and I'm like, oh my gosh, like you were good enough. You were pretty enough. You were smart enough. You, you, yeah, it was just the insecurity was so Mm -hmm. next level. And I always like feel weird saying that because we were like, oh, you guys were famous, like boo hoo. But, you know, we're still humans and 18-year-old girls going through a situation that was different and um and then trying to you know I mean working full time but also you know representing characters and you know we had such a lot on our shoulders like you know those characters were really special to us but they were really special to a lot of people and it was an honor to play them and we you know when people say you're a role model and you're 18 years old, you're like, that was a lot of pressure because inside I was like, okay, I'm Donna, I'm a role model, but I'm Tori and I'm so insecure. Like, I don't know how I could be anything to anybody. And um, yeah, so kinder, kinder to myself mm-hmm. and give myself a break. And wouldn't that be fun, Jen, to be able to go back with the knowledge we have now and have like just yes. one week in our 18-year-old selves? Yes. Oh my God. Oh, yes. Amazing. <laughs> That's you know, why they make funny. movies about that. That's because it's so- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's funny because uh, looking at the show and you guys saying that now, um, you would have never noticed that you had any insecurity at all. I mean, you guys were—I can't explain how uh, everybody wanted to dress, act like you guys. Um, everybody in the show was gorgeous and you know even now I mean it's just it's hard and I understand a lot of when you guys are in in this industry because you are a public figure you guys go through that but you would never imagine something like that you know but But I think it's um, true too like with just the person next to you on the train or the person in the grocery store, yeah. you never know what somebody's going through. Yeah. And I think exactly a lot, you know, we're all learning, unfortunately, so much about being more kind or respectful to other people and other people's journeys. And, and you know, like yeah. thinking that when you meet somebody or when someone irritates you, you never know 
what is happening in their personal life or what's happening in their mind. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mental health now is a serious thing. Back in our day, that was not even a thing, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but, uh, but um, I mean, it's just, you know, amazing to see you too. It's just, you guys are just, oh my gosh, I can't believe it (laughs) (laughs) to be talking to you guys. Seriously. And I admire you both. Um, you guys are from what I've read and everything, you guys are great women and from what it looks like, wonderful moms. Um, you know, not every not every um it's a hard uh role to have to be a mom because you don't know at the end of the day what you're raising when they get older and they you're like, Okay, I taught you this, but you're doing this, you know, and so it's kinda hard. Yeah, but, doing um, the best we can. Them. Yeah, you can only teach them so much yes. when they gotta I know. carve their own way. Yeah. I know. But thank you. Uh, That's nice of you. No, no, thank you for even talking to me. I, I'm, I'm. It's such an honor. I would have never imagined while I was watching the show to even be right now, right here, thirty years later. <laughs> yes, for some of us, it's a little bit more. It's okay. <laughs> Well, we did. We grew but, up together. Um, Yvonne, thank you so much yes, for calling in and being on our 9021 Over to You episode. Oh, thank you. I love you both. And um, may you. God bless you. Me and too. thank you for leaving um, 90210 in our heads for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. And I hope everything goes well for you. I wish you both the best always. Mm, thank you. We thank love you. you and happy new year. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Oh, thank lovely, you. Lovely lady. Oh, I love her. Okay. This is it. This is our final caller for Nana to an over to you episode. We have with us Amali, mm. who I don't think this is our first time meeting. So we met you at the beach house recently. Yes. That was just so serendipitous and unreal. <laughs> It was crazy because we were really, we, our day was over. We were done. We had just gone out there to like get some fresh air before we left. I actually and- wanted to take a picture of you on the balcony because I loved your outfit. Oh, <laughs> that was behind it. I know. Oh, I know. Sure. But when yeah. we were like, hey, did and you look up you. and like, what? They actually live here? <laughs> they, they yeah. Do what exist? did you think when you, when you looked up and saw us? <laughs> You know, I'd been following the podcast and I knew that you were going to be filming and recording an episode at the Beach Club. Um, So I was just like, wait, is this the actual day that they're doing? Like, how is this even possible that it's the same? Darn. See, I wish you hadn't known anything. So you just would have been like, hey, I'm taking a picture in front of the beach apartment. (laughs) Oh, my God. Kelly and Dawn are here. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea that that was going to (laughs) be No, I'm still pretty crazy, though. Yes, I was just so amazed. And I didn't have my glasses on, so I couldn't see you. And I was like, is that people who are renting the Airbnb? And my girlfriend's like, that's Tori and Jenny. Like, that's them. And I was like, really? And then you came down, and it was pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Where are you? Where are you, Molly? I'm at home. I'm at home. I've been, uh, I'm a realtor, so I work from home. And What state? Where's home? Napa. Oh, very nice oh, place. You to didn't live. tell us that that day <laughs> that you live in heaven. We in Napa. might have, yeah, yes. We wine. needed an invite to your. <laughs> we would have come visit your, your apartment. apartment. Your, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
so welcome. I have like a little Airbnb and you can stay there. Oh, really? Perfect. Yeah. Okay, done. You heard well, it here thank first. You for coming on our, our Over to You episode, we want to turn it over to you. We want you to ask us what you want to ask us or talk about whatever you want to talk about. Hmm. Well, I, you know, I have been watching the show since I think it was, I was about two years behind because I was watching it in the Middle East in Abu Dhabi, where I kind of grew up. The majority of my adolescence was there. And um, so I was a little behind, but I'd already had known about the show and about the characters and everything like that Mm -hmm. since 1990 with Teen Magazine and all the little magazines that came out. Obviously, internet wasn't there, but my girlfriends who were in the U.S. would talk about it. And so I kind of already knew about it and was so excited when it finally aired in the Middle East. Of course, it was censored. So there was a lot of things that were like skipped over. Wow, really? Yeah, lots of conversations that we were just like, you you know, you cock your head and be like, oh, what just happened there? Um, like, can you give some examples of what was censored? What would they, like, yeah. What yeah. Would they I think the episode where Brenda and Dylan kind of consummate their relationship. Really? We're talking about it and getting to that stage where okay. it was the episode. So the majority of that speech that the person came out and said, you know, what her experience was sexually and how she contracted AIDS, that was all cut out. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So that's there was- so unfortunate because they're there that we could have probably helped a lot of people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. opened up a lot of conversations about uncomfortable subjects. Yes. And educated and, them. Mm-hmm. I feel even. like with the censorship, there was a lot of ignorance as to what could happen and mm-hmm. what is happening in the real world. And mm-hmm. I feel like the show really brought up topics like that that you could discuss. And um, and it was important for young teenagers who were active to actually yeah. hear um, so it was it was very unfortunate that that was censored. Um, but I got the opportunity to watch it in Sri Lanka during my summers, which is where I'm originally from. Mm-hmm. And so then I would piece the everything together. <laughs> wow, hey, that's what happened, and that's what it meant. Now and it makes sense. <laughs> now it makes sense. And I would watch this with my parents and my brother. And ev- after every episode, my parents would ask, "So, what would you have done in that situation?" Oh, and- oh wow! I love that. And they would kind of take on the Jim and Cindy Walsh uh, personas. And they're like, well, we think we actually agree with them. And they were so similar in character. So it just like, Charlie, <laughs> kind of bring it home. Um, and so I watched and I videotaped everything on VHS. And then I moved to Sharjah, which is also in the United Arab Emirates, another emirate. And um, we would get locked up from the outside at 7 7 p.m. And so all I would do is watch these videotapes that I had smuggled into the dorm room. And that's what I watched every single night with my girlfriends. Um, So I kind of memorized, I think, (laughs) majority of the show. Um, But it it gave me a sense of comfort because I wasn't with my family. Mm -hmm. And that was like a great way of just kind of feeling at home. When I transferred to the United States and went to school there, I had a lot of catching up to do because I missed out on three years. But um, I was flipping through the channels in the dorm room and I was so lonely because I knew nobody. Mm. And I'd like cry in the stairwell and just be like, oh, I don't know anyone here. But I was flipping through the channels and there you guys were. And I was like, oh, this comforting. My friends. 
<laughs> yes. So when I saw you guys on the balcony and come down from the beach apartment, my girlfriend asked me, she's like, are you just starstruck? And I said, you know, it's not starstruck. It's, I feel like I'm meeting a pen pal or like a, a sister that sisters that I have never met before, like half sisters that I've never met before, but we've had this relationship and I followed you throughout not only 90210, but um, with your person, the person that you are as well. And on the podcast, it's hilarious. And I love listening to it. I missed out on starting the podcast when it did, because I was homeschooling during COVID and that was my life. Mm. <laughs> <But> <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm kind of doing what Jenny does and reliving the podcast. I'm going through every <laughs> single episode from when you started. And so I'm catching up. It's been pretty amazing. Wow. What an interesting life you've lived, first yeah. of all. <laughs> you, you've been all over. Yeah. It's been, it's been wonderful being able to travel. I was very blessed with that and my parents giving me that opportunity to do that. So it was, it was nice. And then I like what you said about, it's just like meeting even a half sister or something that you haven't yeah. seen in a while, because that it's weird because it almost feels that way from our perspective too, even though we weren't watching you guys, <laughs> but we, we felt your support yeah. and we had this comfort of knowing that we were so loved and these characters were so loved by mm -hmm. so many people that when we meet our fans, they feel like our friends. Yeah. It's definitely more personal and more intimate than like, I imagine other celebrities meeting. Yeah. Yeah. It's Yeah. We always want to hug, and it's like we have that instant connection to them. So we feel it right back. Mm -hmm. That means so much. It really does because uh, the whole show, your characters, your acting, and everything that you're doing even today with your podcast, it really is very impactful, and it means a lot. And um, people who know me know that part of my personality and my growth has been based on a lot of just living by your side with the show and learning a lot, especially living in foreign countries. I learned so much from just watching the show, even just passing my SATs. I knew so many words and vocabulary and things that popped up because of the show. So it was very bizarre, but um, it was, it really has helped me. And it was a good show. Like there was always something to learn. Um, and it evoked so much emotion with how you guys acted and portrayed the various characters. And it, it just kept on growing. And I, I grew as a person with the show, too. So, it was oh my gosh, thank you. Like, yeah, you it's filled nice our hearts. To hear that. <laughs> we are, you are, uh, we'll always remember you. From that day on the beach, yeah. for sure. <laughs> smile was, I didn't think my smile could get any bigger oh. from every single location. And I did a little video clip too with, um, you know, us turning around and like kind of a play on the initial um, <laughs> song and everything like that. But once I saw you, I feel like my, my smile just couldn't get any bigger. <laughs> happy. My heart was so full. You're so dear. Thank you so much for being such a devoted fan all these years. Thank you. Yes. Well, it we really saw the video the and it brought tears to our eyes. We were like, we loved seeing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My husband will see me. I mean, until this day, I'm still watching reruns <laughs> on 
and Pluto and my DVDs. I have all set seasons, um, but my kids also know the characters and they'll they'll watch, see me like rolled, curled up on the couch and my husband will be like, okay, she's in her happy place. <laughs> oh, we're proud to be a part of that. Yeah. Remember how much we love you and appreciate yeah. you when you're watching next time. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. Absolutely. You. We love you. Love you. Wow. That was a, a fun episode. That was amazing. We got to meet some really great people. Yeah, really great. Mm-hmm. I like it when they take over the show. Yeah, me too. We should right. we should do that more often. We should. That made me happy. Well, that's it, everybody. That's that's all for our 90210 over to you episode. Well, you're not going to be able to say it anymore. With, I'm what are you going to do? Myself. <laughs> I like when you say it. Okay, I'll say it to you later. Okay. Bye, everybody. Love you guys. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.